With what this show is supposed to be and with what it's, uh, this show's forefathers were. And I think where I shine, where I'm uh, probably a little bit closer um, at my best. And what that means is that this is an episode that I'm calling a brain dump. This is a free-form episode where I've got a couple of topics I'm going to talk to you guys about, just the shit that's going on in my life. I'm going to play with some new technology I've got sitting in front of me. I've redone my studio. It looks downright professional at this point. And uh, really, it's just going to be me goofing around and talking for as long as I feel like talking. And uh, hopefully, this is an episode that will resonate with people a little bit more than the the structured overthought. We'll go into that in a minute. So, this is me riffing pretty much off the top of my head and playing with a soundboard, sitting in my cool little studio and uh, hoping you guys will enjoy it. And there was much rejoicing. Yay! Um, <laughs> so to start off, I spent uh, the last couple of days, and, and this is just one of those things that's an ongoing process. Anybody that has an office or a studio or a kind of a hobby room knows about this. It's always kind of in flux. It's always changing a little bit. You, you know, you don't want it to be static because you're always changing as well. And, and I'm always trying to find kind of a more... Um, you know, I guess it would be like a more, uh, a more functional layout, something that makes me feel good to sit here for long periods of time and work comfortably. Um, whether it be, whether I'm, you know, writing, recording, taking classes, I've been learning about some, uh, some new stuff that we'll talk about here in a minute. Um, all in all, yeah, it's, it's just, so lately I found a new solution that I really like. I feel really good about. Uh, I've got my writing desk. I've got my studio desk. They're right next to each other. All I have to do is turn my chair. It's all right here in reach. It's a good room. It's got a good vibe. I can kind of close it off so it feels like a safe, enclosed little cocoon of creative freedom, brilliance, and safety, and, uh, you know, sensual energy. Um, <laughs> it's pretty good shit. I'm pretty excited about it. So um, what I've done is I've got, you know, all with equipment pretty much I had on hand, um, I finally kind of put everything together properly and got it set up in a way that I feel good that I can sit here every day and, and create something. And whether that's something that's worth listening to or not, I don't freaking care. And that's really not my business, you know. I'm with it. I'm hip. I'm hip. I know what's up. I'm, a, I'm, in, the, I'm, in, the, I'm in the know. Um, that's not true. I've, I've noticed a lot lately that I'm definitely not hip anymore. I don't think I ever was hip. But any chance that I had of being hip has long passed. And I'm like way beyond hip. It doesn't even come close anymore. <laughs> and I think everybody goes through that at some point, uh, bar the few lucky few. Few lucky few. Way to go. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's interesting. And so, you know, and this is one of those things, uh, you know, again, that I've been struggling with a lot lately is just kind of finding my creative flow again. I haven't really done anything like this for a couple of years. So I started doing nonsense again because I really like the theme song. I like the format. I like the idea. But I think I leaned way too heavily into the format and into pre-planning and into, um, you know, and into really just kind of, I, I just overthought it. I made it way too structured and I haven't been comfortable with it the first couple episodes. Uh, a lot of that I attribute to just me getting comfortable talking to myself on the microphone again. It's a weird thing. Um, you know, it's not a normal state of being. You fucking crazy, man. You sound insane. Do you realize that? Absolutely fucking insane. I'm sitting here in the in the in my house by myself talking got my headphones on i'm playing fucking movie quotes it's a weird situation i just took my socks off while i was talking to you guys you probably didn't even notice <laughs> no big deal um 
Yeah, so I, I got my studio in line. I'm feeling good about it. <clears throat> I'm embracing my creative stuff again, and, and that's kind of where this show is. Is I was sitting on the couch watching TV. I recorded an episode of Nonsense yesterday, but I'm just not content with it. It doesn't feel good. So this is me being free form again, trying to embrace the captain in me um, and modernize him and bring him into a more rational kind of uh, reasonable state of mind. <laughs> um, so, yeah, what I've got going on is I've got... Um, years and years ago when I started learning how to do video editing and I, I, I never really got far with it at the time because plans changed and things had to go differently, whatever. But, um, I've got this old, it's like seven year old iMac computer, giant, huge screen. It's got good processing. I guess it's, you know, maybe I need to do a little tinkering with it, but for the most part, it's in pretty fucking good condition. I'm very happy with it. Got it set up and I found a bunch of old things that I had set up long ago. Um, once upon a time I had a dream of having, uh, um, having my own radio station. And so I started doing research about how can you make that possible? How could I fulfill a childhood dream of being a morning radio DJ, um, having my own show where I could program the music that I like and program different hours of music for things. And, you know, so then you start getting into the practicality of that from the hardware to the software to the technical expertise. Then you get into the licensing of the music and then you get into just the general workflow of creating something that fills that much time every single day it gets pretty daunting. I mean, I, I, I still struggle sometimes to put out, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a struggle to put out one podcast a week and, and make it an hour long and make it interesting and dynamic and fascinating. So, um, and a lot of times you don't really think about what goes into these things until you start doing it yourself. And then you realize, God, there really are a lot of steps to this. And even with modern technology that simplifies a lot of it and, and, uh, modern software where it'll automate a whole bunch of different pieces of it, as long as you uh, put your, put your stuff in properly and, and whatever. But, um, so I, um, you, I wanted to run a radio station one time. It's, it's been a childhood dream. I've always been fascinated by the radio format, which is why I keep doing these silly podcasts. And, you know, I think the last listener count, you know, the listener counts for this is like, I got like 10 people listening. So to each and every one of the 10 of you giving this show a shot and sticking with it as I figure this thing back out again. Thank you. I appreciate you. Send me a message. Let me know you're listening. Tell me who you are because I, I know I can see the number, but I can't see who you are. So, um, and a lot of people say they listen and they don't, and I get it because there's a whole bunch of shit out there and who wants to sit and listen to me fucking talk all the time. But, uh, you know, just something to, something to think about. Uh, all 10 of you, shoot me a message, uh, beardandbonesgmail.com, Instagram, beardandbones, shoot me a text message. You all know me, so you obviously know how to get a hold of me. Just tell me if you're listening. Tell me if you like things. Tell me if you like uh, more freeform, if you like the kind of structured article-based thing I'm doing. I'll probably keep doing them both for a little while and try to figure it out and find the, the happy medium. But I think this is going to be more fun. I think it's going to be a little bit more free form. I'm not drinking like I used to. And that used to simplify things. Cause I would just have about six beers before I started pirate radio. And, and then I would just coast along, get questions from my friends and do the whole thing. So, um, I'm bouncing around a little bit and that's how my brain works. So just bear with me and, and, uh, you know, hang on, stick on for the ride. Um, As you can tell, there's an adjustment period to getting back on the microphone like this. I've said it a couple of times in this show already. It's been eight minutes. I've already said it like three times. Um, I haven't done this in three years. I've done Instagram stuff. I've done several different podcasts. I've done, you know, I don't know, 100 plus hours worth of worth of material, probably, probably a lot more than that. Um, but if you haven't done it for a while, and if your kind of lifestyle has changed dramatically, um, it, it's it's going to be an adjustment again. And so for the first time in a very, very long time, I'm dealing with self-consciousness. I'm dealing with insecurity. I'm dealing with like wondering, well, what am I doing this for? Nobody's listening. And half the time I sound like a moron anyway. Um, but it, it's fun for me. And really that's what matters, right? Especially this year, especially with all the bullshit going on. If you can find something that, that you enjoy, a hobby, and you're not hurting anybody, why wouldn't you do it? So that's why I do it. It makes me happy. I'm sitting in my house right now pretending I'm running a pirate radio station, blasting out to the world, and I'm wondering, who's listening? Where are you? What are you doing while you listen? You're obviously not listening live because this isn't going to go go out to the world until I'm done with it. But I imagine I'm talking to you live, and at some point that's going to be possible if we get a listenership that's uh, that's big enough for that to be worth worthwhile. Um, there's some investments that need to be made, but we can make that happen with video and the whole the whole shebang. Um, kind of goes into some of this stuff that I'm learning. But you know, I think about that, and I think about you know what 
what's going on out in the world. And, and I can, I can sit here in my little house and my little town and uh, my little tiny world. And I can talk into this little microphone and I can send it. I just click a button. boop, And within 10 minutes of me being done, this thing is going out to the world and you can listen to it wherever and whenever you like. Maybe you're driving to work. Well, probably not this year. Maybe you're out on a run. Maybe you're exercising. Maybe you're at work. Um, you know, got your headphones in. You're wrenching on some cars. You are uh, coding something. You are uh, driving a truck. Who knows what you're doing? Whatever you're doing, I appreciate the fact that you're listening. Thanks for uh, joining the fun and and uh, help me make this thing better. Because what ideally I would really like to do with this is I'd like to build this up to a point where we have a small community of people that listen. And just a small community of people to interact with where I can ask you guys questions or you can ask me questions or we can, um, you know, plan events together and uh, make this thing something a little bit bigger than just me talking into a microphone by myself. But for now, I've got a good imagination and uh, some strong marijuanicals, and that's enough to keep me feeling all right. (laughs) You know, you got to make your own fun. So instead of rambling more and more about my studio, um, if you guys are interested in hearing about what equipment I'm working with, what the soundboard thing is, why I think it's fun. Thug life. Thug life, that's why. Fuck off. Um, <laughs> if you're interested in, in how I'm doing all this with the equipment, it's very simple. Um, it's getting simpler by the day. I mean, in the three years since I did my last podcast, um, the equipment has changed and, the, and the, the software has changed so much for the better to simplify it to a point where you, it's, it's almost plug and play. Um, with a you know very small investment, um, you can get yourself up and running. And uh, if you want to start a podcast, let me know. I, I won't do the work for you, but I will certainly help you develop it. I'll help you figure out your technology. I'll help you get comfortable on the microphone. Hell, if you want, we can even discuss terms for me to help you record the damn thing. Because with the equipment I've got, I can do it over the phone. I can do it over the internet. I can do it over FaceTime. There's a whole bunch of different ways I can record you talking to me or me listening to you talk to whoever the hell you want. So think about it. Let me know. As always, I'm, I'm kind of uh, just casting feelers out into the world to see what uh, opportunities are there with the skills and interests I have because uh, I live a weird life trying to find ways to make money doing the things I like doing, you know? Um, so I was talking about something and I lost my train of thought, which is going to happen a lot on the Brain Dump episodes, let me tell you, because it is just me sitting here staring at nothing. <laughs> In fact, where's my phone? I'm going to lean back. Hang on. I'm going to take a picture of what I'm staring at right now, post it on my Instagram, and I'm just going to write brain dump episode. You'll know when you listen. That's what I'm going to do. Hang on. There we go. You guys even got a bonus chair fart out of that. That wasn't me. That was actually my chair. I promise I'd tell you if it was the real deal. This is a brain dump episode. There's no reservations here. I'm going to tell you everything just how it is. You guys give up? Oh, yeah, thirsty for more. Yeah, you're thirsty for more. Don't fucking worry about that. I get it. I get it. I get it. Let's get down to the nitty gritty. All right. All right. Nacho Libre wants us to get down to the nitty gritty. So we're going to get down to the nitty gritty. We're going to talk about the things we're here to talk about tonight. All right. Let's going to start off. I made a little list. I made a simple little list of things that I want to talk about tonight just because this is stuff that's on my mind and it's stuff I think I can riff on for a little while. Number one is the brain dump episode. This is me getting, this is the stuff I just did. I just did. 13 minutes on rambling about me trying to find my confidence again, trying to get back in the game, trying to get comfortable with my hobbies, trying to find purpose, community, connection, something with people through this medium of things that I enjoy doing. You know what I mean? Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, so <clears throat> I, I also wrote down, you know, I, I want to talk a little bit about quarantine as far as, just how we're getting through it. I'm sick and tired of talking about all the stress of the politics and the lockdowns and the masks and the, and the debates and the arguing and the blah, 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 blah. I'm tired of all that shit. So what I want to talk about instead is what are you doing that makes this time valuable, that makes it worthwhile, that makes it enjoyable? How are you making the best of this quarantine situation? Some of you are living almost normally because your jobs or your family situations require it. Some of you are living normally because that's what your political beliefs and your view of the situation dictate. I'm not here to judge you. That's not what this show is about. This show is about you judging me because it's hard not to. Look at me. I'm a fucking train wreck. Um, Come back, you fat bearded bitch! Son of a bitch. Fat bearded bitch. That's actually pretty accurate. Um, 
the hell's wrong with you? I know. Shut up. Um, so whoever you are, wherever you are, um, I want to figure out how are you getting through this? What about this year, this time is, is pleasant for you? For me, I'm an introvert. I really like not having, I mean, this is a challenging one. I really like being able to just stay home and not be kind of forced to interact with people in ways that I don't like doing. I like being able to stay home without making excuses where I can deal with whatever mental health shit I got going on, whatever physical shit I got going on, or just whatever desire I have to sit around and watch pro wrestling or, or make stupid podcasts or write a book that probably nobody will ever read, you know, whatever. Um, so what have you been doing? I want you to email me, and, and I'm going to keep begging you guys to do this until you start doing it. So, you know, all 10 of you, you might as well just start emailing me something. Take five minutes out of your day. Shoot me an email. Make me feel important. I won't big shot you. I promise I'll send you a fucking autographed 8 by 10 or something. I'll have my assistant mail it out next week. Um, <laughs> um, but... You know, so for me, it's been a lot of, you know, again, outside of the hobbies and that kind of thing, it's a lot of, it's a lot of book reading. It's a lot of watching movies and TV because those are the things that I enjoy. Those are the things that I love. Um, so let me just take a look. And you know what I found? I found actually a lot of joy and a lot of entertainment on YouTube. YouTube has one for me that I've always kind of followed YouTube. Um, you know, I've always been kind of a nerdy techie guy. Um, I've always followed YouTube and, and just kind of this year, especially I've really gotten into it and found that that's where the majority of my TV watching time goes. Um, if I'm not watching a movie, I'm usually watching something on YouTube. So I made a list of just some of the channels that I find myself watching a lot that I think are really interesting and not like, well, some of them are kind of super niche, but, um, they're just kind of interesting, unique channels that, that there's a lot of content that you could go back. And if you got like a, a rainy Sunday or a night where you can't sleep or whatever, you could start at the beginning of the lockdown and just watch these videos, and they're really fun. They're really enjoyable. So let me tell you about a couple of these. The first one, and this is one I actually saw. It was listed on, like, CNN, a couple of the news sites. This one, this one's starting to finally get some really big kind of acknowledgement, which is really cool. Um, it's called The Chateau Diaries. And I don't remember how I stumbled across this, but what this is, this is a British girl, this British lady uh, called Stephanie Jarvis. She's like an opera singer, and all this, and she uh, and two of her ex-boyfriends 15 years ago bought uh, an old chateau in France, you know, somewhere outside of Paris or something. I don't know. It's out in the kind of rural France. They built this chateau, and they've been slowly renovating it or whatever. They were using it as a bed and breakfast, and then the lockdown hit. And so their business immediately, you know, five rooms. It's not a big operation, but it's a beautiful big property and got a lot of cool history to it and all that. All of a sudden, their business has vanished. So she started filming things on YouTube just for fun. And people started jumping into it because it's great escapism. You're sitting here in your house in the United States, and here's this um, really refined, kind of elegant, but bubbly, fun, exciting, fashionable uh, British lady um, talking about her beautiful French chateau with her, her French mother and her South African f uh, uh, stepfather and her Scottish half-brother. And all of the, the volunteers and the people that have come to stay at the, at the chateau during lockdown um, with all the different things they're doing there. It's a really neat little community they've built. Um, and it's really well worth your time. My personal favorite is Selmar. He's the Dutch uh, carpenter who came in right at the beginning of lockdown with his little fluffy dog, Diesel. Uh, he's living in his trailer. <laughs> um, but I definitely suggest go back to March. Start with the Chateau Diaries. The quality improves over time because clearly she's learning, you know, she's learning as she's going. She's doing what I'm about to start doing. Shh, don't talk about that. Um, and uh, so I think that's well worth your time. It's, it's very, it's just kind of relaxing. They do a lot of day-to-day -day stuff where they're doing improvements on the Chateau. There's a lot of kind of interesting stuff that I never thought I would sit and watch for 20 minutes, which is like her going through fabrics to re- paper or you know redo walls or redo beds or pieces of furniture or her mother in the garden with their uh, their gardener assistant guy um or they're you know out in the chapel talking about the history of this little chapter chapel on the property that they're working on restoring um it's just very very interesting lots of neat characters a really good vibe really kind of nice happy positive escapism to just give you something fun to do um if you are a gun guy who does anything on YouTube, you'll know about Dr. Matt Carricker and his channel, Demolition Ranch. 
Pardon me, my throat's getting dry. I've been sick for a little while. I'm just getting used to talking regularly again, and I can feel the soreness in my throat and the dryness on my tongue. (sighs) Sip of water for the working man, giving you some weekly podcast audio noise. That's right, it's a nonsense brain dump. This is the funnest night ever. Ever. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay, Matt Carricker, Demo Ranch. So Demo Ranch kind of got started several years ago as a channel where he would go out on his ranch. He's a veterinarian, and he's just kind of a Texan boy. He would go out on his ranch with his guns, and he would make like weird shotgun shells. He'd put Lego men and uh, screws and whatever in shotgun shells and then shoot them and see what they did. The channel has grown. He does a lot more impressive and exciting stuff now, and now he... But it's still all in the same vein where he's just shooting weird stuff with impressive guns and doing all the things you wish you could do at a range if you know you could do it safely, and he does. It's fantastic. And for as much fun as that channel is, and it is, where I really find that I enjoy Dr. Matt Carricker is when he does uh, his other channel called Off the Ranch. And that's where there's no gun stuff allowed because gun stuff is demonetized on YouTube. So he just calls them pew-pews on the Off the Ranch channel. And that's where he does more of his family stuff where he's talking about his other businesses and things he's doing around his house and his car projects and things with his kids and his wife and all this kind of fun stuff. About a year ago, he and his wife decided to buy an abandoned mansion. It's this big, weird monstrosity of a mansion that was half built and then abandoned halfway through up on top of a hill out there in Texas. <clears throat> it's an incredibly, uh, incredible looking piece of property. So they bought this ruin of a house. And I don't think they were really sure what they were going to do with it. I think initially they were thinking they will probably flip it. And then as they kind of got deeper into the project, they realized, well, no, maybe, maybe we'll keep it. Yeah. Maybe we can make this our family home. It's a pretty neat place. And that's what they decided to do. And so now they've really gone all in with getting this place put together. Um, so they're renovating this house. They're a year in. It's coming together. They're almost ready to start doing kind of the the real interior stuff. They've been doing all the framing and, you know, repairing all the damage from 10 or 15 years of water and vandalism and whatever else was going on up there. Um, but it's a really neat project. It's well worth going back a year. Um, I mean, I think the first video is called So I Bought an Abandoned Mansion. Well worth your time. Really interesting family, kind of fun stuff. And uh, if you're into just a kind of likable, funny guy doing uh, weird mechanical stuff with his cars and fun stuff with his guns and cool stuff with his kids and and uh, construction jobs, it's a, it's a good one. Um, <clears throat> I won't I won't go into too much detail on Alex Steele, but Alex Steele is one that I really like. There's really no starting point for him. He's just a guy. He's a, he's a young guy who's been blacksmithing for a long time. He's really good at it, and he makes lots of neat stuff, and he talks about his tools. and It's all something that I, I don't have any interest of doing myself, but I love watching him and his partners do it. Um, so if you're into blacksmithing, forging, heavy machinery with power hammers and anvils and grinders and all that kind of shit, working with steel... Alex Steele's your guy. Check him out. Um, here's one I really, really want to recommend to all of you. I think this one's really fun. This one's really unique. This isn't something you see every day. There's this guy called Brent Underwood, and he and a couple of friends of his um, a year or two ago had an opportunity to buy a ghost town in the deserts of California down, down near uh, Indio, I think. Um, it's called Cerro Gordo. It's an old mining town. There's only, you know, a you know, a dozen or so buildings left from the hundreds that used to be there. Um, it's been abandoned for, for a hundred years or something like that. So they bought this town. There's no running water. Um, there's no power, you know, there's all these, you know, it's just a rugged desert mountain town. Um, and town is a very generous term. Well, at the beginning of lockdown, this guy Brent decided he was going to go live out there full time during the course of the lockdown and work on renovating the place. Very much like with the Chateau Diaries, their plan, um, he and his business partners, is to renovate the place, preserve the history, kind of really, um, you know, kind of just develop it enough with the historical character. Just keep keep it all as it is, but make it nice enough to have guests come out and stay and kind of experience the isolated beauty of this property and the history of the town and the mines and all that kind of stuff. Well, he's been there um, pretty much by himself. I mean, people come in and out uh, from, from time to time, but for the most part, he's there by himself since March up in this little town with no power and no fucking water 
and 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 spooky mines and ramshackle buildings and and God knows what else. He's out there by himself, and and he films himself as he goes about his daily routines of dealing with repairing pieces of the town. He found some kittens. He explores the mines. You know, he goes into town to get supplies and see people from time to time. Um, they had the American Hotel there, and it burnt down this year. It was a, this heartbreaking moment somewhere in September where he posted. And he's been posting loving videos about this whole property, and you can see over the course of the months as every week's, you know, every video passes by, you can see him learning more about the town, learning more about its history, learning more about its character and its charm and everything that makes it special, and it's become his special spot. And he's really developed um, a loving and respectful relationship with Cerro Gordo. It's a really, really unique and, and neat thing to see. Um, and so when this American hotel burnt down, and it was a wiring thing, I guess, you know, just old wiring someone had put in who, who God knows how long ago, and, and finally it, it snapped and burnt this place to the ground, as well as all the history inside. So he's just heartbroken. And, you, you know, you see him holding back tears as he's, as he's telling the story and showing the footage, and then you see him bounce back. And you see him, you know, make plans and fix the damage and da 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 da, and and so really really neat series, really fun to follow. I didn't spoil anything that's going to ruin your enjoyment of or anything, but highly recommend checking it out. It's called Ghost Town Living on YouTube. Uh, if you look for Cerro Gordo Ghost Town, it'll come up as well. Um, the one episode in particular I would recommend is look for the one where he spends an entire uh, entire night on uh, I think is the nine hundred or the two hundred level. Of, he spends an entire night in a mine by himself where he cannot get out. The only way he gets out is the next morning when they drop the basket down to get him. Highly recommend it. Um, if you want to listen to, if you want to watch it and you can't find it, uh, again, Ghost Town Living on YouTube. Uh, let me know. I'll find the episode. I'll send you a link to it. Um, all right, that's enough of that. I think that's plenty of YouTube channels. If you want more YouTube recommendations, shoot me a message. Let me know. Leave a comment somewhere. I don't know. You know where to find me. Just tell me you want to hear more and I'll give you more. Cause I got like 120 of them on my freaking thing. And some of them get real weird. I got some, a lot of people that make stuff. I got one guy that I'll recommend you in the future who does uh, model making and he'll make just little scenic models of nature scenes. Um, you know, with like a little dirt road running through it and a river and a bridge and some trees and shit. And he just meticulously builds these things up out of foam and modeling materials. And it's like 25 minutes of the most relaxing Bob Ross-style shit you've ever seen with this really soothing Australian accent this fella has. Um, really, really good stuff. Highly recommend it. Um, all right. <clears throat> I was going to talk about the Mandalorian season finale that I watched like an hour ago. Um, it's probably a little more than that. I got caught up doing other things. But I don't want to spoil it for anybody. Sorry, just kidding, my tea. Um, I'm still really, like, crazy excited about it. But, uh, yeah, I don't want to spoil it for people. Um, so maybe I'll give it another couple weeks, and then I will, uh, I'll do a, a special spoiler episode about that. Maybe I'll get somebody who knows a lot more about, uh, about Star Wars than me to come in and, uh, and do it with me. And they'll be able to guide me through some of the, the deep lore and things that are going on here that I have no fucking idea about. Um, because there's a lot, and I don't know anything about it. <laughs> I made some tea before I started the show, and then I put it in a travel mug, failing to remember the fact that that travel mug is going to keep that tea scalding hot for like six hours, and by then I hope to be fast asleep and long done with this show. So, oopsie. Um, <clears throat> where are we going to next? Let's talk about, uh, oh yeah, so quarantine. So, um like I said, a lot of YouTube, a lot of movies for me. Um, I've been really getting getting big into, uh, hang on, I'll play the song. Let's just see if you can guess for yourself. Ready? Here's, I've been watching a lot of movies from a specific filmmaker. That's right, Mr. Alfred Hitchcock himself. I've been, uh, I sprained my ankle back in September. I was laid up for like a month. It was a pretty serious sprain. It was freaking gnarly. I, in fact, today was the first time I walked down my stairs normally since September. For what that's worth. It's getting there. Um, <laughs> I'm so tired of it. Spraining your ankle as an adult sucks. Um, so I was laid up. I was sitting on my couch. I slept on my couch for like the first couple of weeks. Um, just because getting up my steps was not going to happen. And I decided if I'm laid up with a busted leg... 
looking out the window, watching the world go by, I might as well watch uh, the Alfred Hitchcock classic Rear Window. Now, I'm not going to go into the movie too much on this episode because that's going to be on the next normal episode, um, which, you know, will be out next Tuesday. Um, tonight's Friday. Okay, so maybe we'll get on a two-episode-a-week format. We'll see how this goes. We'll see how you guys like this. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, so I'll, I'll be reviewing that as a part of the AFI Top 100 list. I'm just going to start going through that list and picking movies and watching them and trying to watch some of the best movies of all time and then talk about them here on the show. It'll be fun. And if you want to join along, here's your opportunity. Before next Tuesday's episode, um, find a way to watch Rear Window on, uh, on, 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 on digitals. Or find yourself a DVD copy or a VHS copy. I don't know. I'm not sure where it's airing. I know you can buy it on iTunes if you're into that kind of thing. I'll bet Amazon has it. I'll bet you can rent it somewhere. Um, check out, uh, you know, whatever. Um, but it's well worth watching. It's one that I really enjoyed. I find myself watching it a lot. Um, ever since Toby died, I don't really like silence. I still have a lot of trouble with silence, especially in this big creepy house. So I usually keep some noise on. So a lot of times when I go to sleep, I'll put a soft movie on. Um, you know, Wes Anderson's really good for that kind of thing. There's a couple other ones that I like. But I found the rear window is a perfect one because most of the movie is very, very quiet. It's just ambient noises. It's soft talking, soft music. It's not a lot of loud bangs and crashes and pops and whizzes and bang. No, it's very mellow, very calm. So worth checking out. Um, Hitchcock movies. Yeah, so North by Northwest, things like that. Um, you know, and, and I, I realized that my movie collection over the last 15 years or whatever has grown a lot. I have a lot of movies and I've seen all of the, well, I've seen most of them. I've said, I've seen about 85% of them. I would say, and there's a few on there that I bought, you know, and usually what I do is I, you know, I check once a week or so, see what's on sale for five bucks on iTunes. And if it's one that I think I'll watch more than once, I'll buy it because five bucks for four hours worth of entertainment is well worth my time. And then I can get a lot more out of it if I end up really loving the movie. Um, <clears throat> and that's how I find, you know, and, and it's a lot of old movies lately, a lot of old movies I've been into. Lawrence of Arabia, African Queen, Maltese Falcon, Casablanca, and so on and so forth. Um, I really like Jimmy Stewart. I've been really getting into him. Obviously, it's Christmas time. We're gonna we're gonna go on the holidays here in a minute. Um, we got I got a whole segment coming about the holidays. So get your your holly jolly selves ready for that if you know what I mean. Um, yeah. So Jimmy Stewart's been great. Um, you know, and a movie for me is a lot of times there there are movies that I watch that I just put on for the background. I'll put that on in the background of whatever I'm doing, um, and it just gives me, you know, it's it's almost like white noise to me. And if I stop and I just want to take a mental break for a couple of minutes, I can tune right into whatever the movie is because I've seen it a million times. And so no matter where, no matter where it's at, I can just jump in and know what's going on and be able to just, and then I can tune right back out again whenever I'm done, get right back to work. And then it's, it's not distracting because I already know it all, right? Um, it doesn't work all the time, but sometimes it's a very useful tool to watch things like that for me. So, And then there are movies that I want to make sure I'm watching. I want to make sure I'm paying attention to. I'll put the fucking subtitles on and make sure I don't have my phone or my computer in my lap. Make sure I'm not sitting at my desk working. Make sure I'm, I'm in a position where I can just sit and focus and watch. And that's, that's a, a habit that I've gotten out of over the years. I'm always doing something else. I'm always goofing around online. I'm always reading a book. I'm always on my phone fiddle fucking around. Um, and so I'm really trying to kind of retrain that and, and relearn how to just focus on things and how to just be in one place for a little while. And that's actually where like the podcasting helps out a lot because for an hour, I'm not on my phone. I'm not on the internet. I'm not watching anything. I am sat down at a microphone, having to be focused, tuned in and, 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 and engaged. And it's kind of nice. It feels good because I, I am a, a kind of perpetual multitasker. And, and there's some, you know, there's some deep seated psychological reasons for that. I'm sure, which we could delve into at some point, if, you know, once I start drinking again, <laughs> I'm sure that's exactly what everybody wants to deal with. Huh? Um, so, you know, it's, um, <clears throat> that's fucking ridiculous. Sorry. Um, See, now I've lost my train of thought because I just got off on a little tangent. And, you know, again, like I said, I'm just sitting here talking to myself. I got my little soundboard up in front of me. I got, got all my little my pretty lights going and all this kind of shizzle. Um, it's good stuff. I'm, I'm very happy with this. But <laughs> let me get back on track here. Uh, what else have I been doing to deal with quarantine? Well, I've got a couple of big things that I'm planning that I'm trying not to talk about too much because I, I know that I have a habit of 
of talking things up a lot and then not following through because I set expectations too high. So I'm not setting any expectations for anybody outside of like the innerest of inner circle, like all three people. Um, I'm sure there's a couple people that I'll end up telling because you're important to me and I love you and I can't resist telling you things that I'm excited about. But um, right now there's like three people that know um, some of these things that I'm planning because I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it work yet. It's big stuff. It's stuff that I'm really hopeful about. It's stuff that fits into things that I enjoy a lot, but we're not going to talk about it. So what else have I been doing to fill the time? What else have I been doing to keep myself occupied? Well, I've got sitting next to me two books that I have um, that I dug out. Um, and they're books that I hadn't looked at in quite a while. Um, because it's something that I, I hold on to from a long, long time ago, another point in my past that someday I'd like to get back into, but I don't really know how. And to be honest, I just haven't taken the steps to do it yet um, because it's really intimidating. I'm afraid of it. Um, I've got two books on monologues because I used to do, when I was in high school, uh, after I quit playing sports because of some, some knee injuries and stuff, um, and also because I wasn't very good at them. <laughs> I mean, anybody that knows me knows I'm not exactly an athlete. Um, so I got into drama. I got into, you know, doing stage plays and that kind of thing. I, I was in, uh, I was in our town. I was in the music man, which was my all time favorite, an absolute highlight of my life. I think back on it fondly. I wish I had video of that, that performance, at least one of them. Um, we, somebody took video, but it was a terribly done thing and they tried to edit it, but it was clearly on like VHS tapes and they were not skilled in what they were doing. It was not as easy as it is now. How many years ago was that now? That was 2003. Shit, that was almost 20 years ago. Can you believe that? Get out of here. That's how you know I'm not hip. That's how you know I'm not cool. That's how you know I'm not with it anymore. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I was in The Music Man. And then at the same time I was in The Music Man, I was doing, oh, that was when I was was doing Laramie, uh, or I was doing uh, Our Town and Music Man kind of back to back. And then I was in the Laramie Project as well, which was pretty, that was pretty heavy. That was a tough one to do. Um, I played three roles, I think. I'd have to look up the play to remember which ones they were. I think I played a cop at one point. I think I played one of the interviewers. And then I played one of the townspeople. But, um, and I loved it. I love being on stage. I like performing. I like being able to kind of be an entertainer. I don't know if I'm any good at it, but I enjoy it. And... Um, so I've had these monologue books and one of the things I pulled them out not too long ago because again, I've been trying to watch less TV and get up and be moving around more and, you know, just feel like I'm being more productive and not just sitting around waiting for the fucking world to stop being on fire. Um, <clears throat> so I pulled these books out and I've been going through and just taking these little two, three minute monologues and just trying to memorize them, trying to work them and, and just reciting them for fun. And as a memory exercise and as a just an acting exercise and um, just, again, as, a, as a, a silly, you know, embarrassing if anybody saw me kind of hobby. Um, hey, everybody's got to get through this quarantine thing their own way, right? Some people are baking a shitload of bread. Some people are doing a bunch of exercising. Some people did like I did and sat around and ate their feelings for the last nine months. And uh, now I'm trying to get out of it, I'm trying to get myself back together, get life back on track, figure out some new plans. Um, I've been sick for a couple weeks. It's not Corona. I've been tested twice. I've been tested three times. Two were negative. I'm waiting on the lab results from the third. One was a quick and then one was the lab. It's, but whatever it is, it's a sore throat. It's, you know, fucking bathroom stuff. It's, you know, coughing and headaches and all this. And I just got struggled a killer headache. It's frustrating as hell. I'm tired of it. But, um, that's part of the reason I haven't been, you know, creating my videos and doing that kind of thing quite as much. Speaking of my videos, that's one of the other things I've been doing through quarantine is just trying to find silly characters and silly things to do to make people laugh. Um, you know, I've always joked that silliness is my religion. I like silliness. I like things that make you laugh just for the sake of making you laugh. I like being some, some of a bright spot in the world and uh, reminding people that uh, life is way, way too short to take it seriously. Um, so I've been, uh, I've been doing what I've called Captain's Court which is just my version of a Judge Duty People's Court kind of court show. People send me their cases, and uh, I put on my top hat, my judge's robe, get my gavel out, bang it on the desk, and, and I rule. <laughs> it's really fun. I enjoy it a lot. Um, and then on a whim, uh, my buddy my buddy Sean, Sean Pooge, Poogey, one of my oldest friends in the whole wide world, one of the coolest guys I know. I fucking love that dude. Respect the hell out of him. Um, Poogey's son 
was doing a readathon for school. And I'm a big reader. I love books. Books have been some of my best friends my entire life through all the good and the bad. Um, pretty much everywhere I go, I keep a Kindle with me. Um, just because I like reading books, books are a little escape. It's a time, you know, you can go anywhere you want with a book. Um, <clears throat> so I want to support reading anytime I can. So I did a little support for, uh, for the readathon. And as a part of it, Sean sent me a video of his boy doing a book report where he's just talking about the, I read this book and it was this and it was that. And I liked this and it was really cute and I really enjoyed it. And it flashed me back to when I was a kid. So I just made a quick a quick version of that myself with some kids books I had laying around waiting to go to my niece and nephew. And, uh, and Sean liked it. And he's like, do you got to post it? I go, okay. So I posted it and holy shit, people really dug it. People were into it. That's pretty exciting. That's kind of cool. So I kept doing them. I've only done a few. I got to, you know, since I've been sick, I haven't been able to get access to more kids books. So, um, if you're listening and you're into those, don't worry, they're coming. I just got to go, uh, go over to my nephew's library and steal some books out out of there for a bit. Um, and surprisingly, and I didn't expect it, but surprisingly, the book reports get a lot more uh, attention than the captain's court. I don't know why that surprises me, but it does. Um, not a bad thing, just an interesting observation. The things people are into. So I hope I can keep doing things like that. I hope I can keep coming up with fun little things to, you know, little skits or little little segments to do. And if I can come up with a few more of them, I've got some ideas in mind. Uh, in fact, that just reminds me of an idea that I had that I put aside due to some reasons, and I think I need to bring back. Wonderful. Little uh, Captain's Home Shopping Network. Let me just make a note real quick. Just bear with me. I'm going to keep talking for a minute. Here, let me put on some music for you while we do this, all right? Here, here. Wait. Oh, shit balls. See, I'm still learning all my equipment here. I'm learning my system. Let me put on some music while I make this note. Okay, here. Just listen to Jackie Moon. Jackie Moon, he's kind of a pervert, isn't he? Love me sexy. Obviously from the movie, uh, it's not Tropic Thunder. What is this movie? You know the movie? The the Flint Tropics. Will Ferrell plays Jackie Moon. Woody Harrelson plays uh, that other guy. Andre 3000 is in it. Oh, take off your shoes. Baby, oh, you know what? I don't know if that's going to get me in trouble when I post this. So I have no freaking idea. Um, I got all these. So years and years ago, I made up these soundboards, and I've still got them. On, I haven't used this computer in like five years. I've been carting it around. I was going to clear it out and sell it, and then I was like, man, I really should. Uh, I really should spend a little bit of time fucking focusing on this shit. You know what I mean? So we were going to talk about Christmas, but we're already at 43 minutes. I'm not going to push this too much further. I can feel my throat going already. I've been doing a lot of recording. So in my hands, uh, a couple days ago on Instagram, I asked, just put up a thing like, hey, do you guys have any questions? Any questions, anything in particular you want me to talk about? I had, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine people, nine people uh, wrote in and gave me questions. So let me go through them. Let's see what we got going on here. Uh, my boy, Charlie. Charlie asked, how do you keep on keeping on? Listen, especially this year, especially, and this goes back to exactly what I was talking about before, especially during hard times like this where everybody's kind of going through this collective traumatic experience. We're all dealing with it different ways. We're all trying to find our way through it with our own different special circumstances and struggles. You just got to find a bright spot. You got to choose to look at the positive. It's really fucking hard. You're not going to do it every day. You just got to do your best. And what you got to do is you got to find the the things that make it worthwhile. 
And, and the best recommendation I can give you to do that is shrink your entire worldview. Stop paying attention to national or world news. You can't fucking affect it. You can't change it. You can't improve it. Stop following it. Check in once a day, maybe check in once a week, just so you keep updated on what's going on. But there's no need to doom scroll. There's no need to fight about it on the internet. There's no need to have it in every conversation, which I've fallen into that trap numerous times this year, and I've regretted it every single time. I don't want to talk about any of that with people because nobody wants to do it in good faith. Nobody has answers to it. None of us can control it. So focus on what you can control. What can I control? I can control my immediate environment. I can control my impact and my interactions with the people that I deal with every day or every week. I can deal with what kind of content am I putting out into the world and what kind of interactions am I having on the internet? Am I contributing to a more positive, more respectful, kinder, more peaceful world? Or am I trolling people, talking shit, whatever people like to do on the internet? I don't get it. More power to you. Free country. Do what you want, whatever. But for me, I'm trying to focus on positive things that make me laugh, make me feel fulfilled, make me feel like I'm doing something positive. I read really cool books. I'm reading a book about uh, uh, Jean Lafitte, the pirate. I'm reading a book about uh, uh, about uh, some, some motorcycle gangs. I've got my monologue books. I got books for this project I'm doing. I'm taking classes so I can learn some skills that I've wanted to have forever so I can finally dip my toes in to some exciting creative opportunities that I've been afraid of for a very long time and I'm still terrified of now. More to come on that later, hopefully, as long as you know I can fucking go through with it. Um, shrink your world. Focus on what you can control. Take it one sunrise at a time. That's how you keep on keeping on. That's it. That was a big long rant for me to tell you that. That's what. That's the important part. Uh, Charlie has some questions about Snacky Packy. Ain't nobody. Well, people that know this might know Snacky Packy, but probably not because I'm not going to say his real name. Does he still think the snack pack is the best pudding, or is he just stuck with that name? Okay, so this man, this beautiful, incredible man, uh, he chose the name uh, Snack Packy on the Instagrams. I uh, hope you don't mind <laughs> getting called out on the. On the podcast. Uh, this question is, does he still think the snack pack is the best pudding? Oh, we got sirens going by outside. Well, well, well. I'm at the back of my house. You can tell how thin my windows are. It's very old. They're old windows. Um, does he still think snack pack is the best pudding ever? You know what? If he's listening to this, he'll write in. I'll tell you next episode. Um, Irish dig. Captain Redbeard, what's the airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow? Well, that depends on if it's an African or European swallow. You're going to have to specify right back next week. General J. Tater Tate, what's the strangest experience you've had with a stranger? That's a heavy question. and I, I mean, I've been in a lot of really strange circumstances, so I don't know if I can answer that question honestly. I can tell you about the time that I got hit on by like a 72-year-old retired stripper at the post office one day. I was wearing sweatpants. I was not an attractive a person that day, even compared to normal. <laughs> uh, I could tell you about the time uh, a man I was trying to interact with at work was sitting on top of a houseboat with a bird on his shoulder, and then he jumped off the houseboat but fell and smacked the dock, and then the bird landed on his head when he came out of the water. That was a good one. Uh, there's some gross ones. I won't tell you those on this podcast, though. Uh, Joe Bone, Mr. Joe, uh, Mr. Joe Brummer. He asks... Uh, will there be an annual reading of Twas the Night, Bef- uh, the Night Before Christmas on Christmas Eve? So one of the things, and I'll, I'll be doing another one of these before Christmas, I'm sure, so we'll go into Christmas traditions there. Uh, but one of my favorite Christmas traditions is every year on Christmas Eve, I get online um, and I do a live reading of Twas the Night Before Christmas. And it's just something that I do for myself. I was, well, again, those of you that have been around for a while, you know that I've had some difficulties and, you know, had a lot of uh, holidays alone and that kind of thing. Um, and this was something that I did because I just wanted to have something that, you know, I remember as a kid, that was a, my, one of my favorite traditions and I wanted to keep doing it. So I said, well, why not keep doing it? And then I found out that a lot of people in my life enjoyed it and they and their kids watch every year and it's a part of their traditions now too. And that really means a lot to me. And to be honest, that's the only reason I haven't completely deleted my vacant, unused Facebook account. It's because I go on there, and that's one of the places I stream it. Um, so, yes, I will be doing that this year. I just have to figure out details, which I'll figure out this week. Um, 
We have a question here about the possibility of starting a gaming channel. I am in talks with some people who know more stuff than me and who are much more skilled than me about uh, getting involved in some video game streaming. Um, I'm 100% on board with that. We just got to work out details and then, uh, you know, start going. Pretty sure I got all the equipment I need now. So, um, yeah, you just let me know, buddy. Oh, I think I need, well, we'll, we'll talk. Hit me up, buddy. Let's figure out details and just get this thing going. Uh, another question uh, from Snack Packy himself about another project that's been discussed. Um, and kind of same question is, or same answer as the last one that, hey, let's talk about it. I'm ready when you are. I got nothing but time. All my equipment's ready. Um, let's do the damn thing. Here's an interesting one from my old college brother, Patrick Brooks. For us. Patrick Brooks and I in college used to smoke a little cigarillo, a little tiny cigar shaped like a cigarette called the Prime Times. They had cherry, they had strawberry, there was at least one other flavor. Um, I used to love the cherry ones. And Pat <clears throat> Pat always had this really fun way of talking. I just, he's got a really distinct, beautiful radio voice. People told me I got a good voice for radio. Pat has a great voice for radio. Hello, Pat. I don't know if you're going to hear this, but if you do, I fucking love you, buddy. Um, I miss you. You always make me happy when I think about you. So Pat used to come up to me at parties sometimes, especially when he had had a few drinks. And usually I had had a few drinks as well because we were frat boys, and that's what frat boys do. And he would walk up, and he would go crush with his hands out to his side like he was like doing a titty shimmer, you know? Oh. Um, and he would go crush. That was my nickname. Crush, do you have any for us? And um, it's a terrible impression, but in my head I could picture this big, incredible, goofy grin. And what he would want was he would want me to open up my pockets and hand him a prime time and then light it. And then we would smoke a prime time together and we would laugh and joke and uh, whisper sweet nothings into each other's ears. I haven't had a prime time in ages. I'm not really a smoker these days, but I kind of want to go get a pack just for old time's sake. (laughs) Oh, quarantine is bringing out the worst in us. Um Pat's question, if Batman is considered a superhero, Zorro must be too. Holy shit. That's an existential question. I think I'm going to have to do some research and come back to that question. So here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do. Let me see here. I have in front of me, I don't really have shit balls. Shit, 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 shit balls. Okay, here, listen, here's some Oompa Loompa music while I write that down. Hang on. Wait, maybe not. God, you got to get better at this. I'm a professional, I swear. Oh, I see what's going on. Ah, there it is. That's only, it's only seven seconds. See, these are just sound clips. These are not full musical files. Oh. Okay, don't mind me being a little bit off mic right now. I'm just writing down Zorro is a superhero. Do research. That's not research. That's a scribble. Research. Pat Brooks. (laughs) Um, Listen, if you want to support an incredible small business run by an incredible man, um, I think you should really look up Paso Wine Shine on the Instagrams. I'm sure they're on Facebook. I bet they have a website. I'm trying to pull up Safari right now, but I worry it might crash my computer. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but check out Paso Wine Shine. They uh, brew and distill a lot of beautiful alcoholic beverages. They're wonderful people down here in Paso Robles, California. Um, really high quality. Yeah, I'm not going to try and pull it up right now. Paso Wine Shine on Instagram. That's all the information you need. Tell them Captain Nick sent you. Actually, tell him to tell Pat that Crush sent you. That's what, He won't know me as Captain. Well, he might know me as Captain, but he'll definitely know me as Crush. <laughs> well, that was easy. Way to go, me. Just over here rambling. And now we have... <clears throat> what is going on here? Here's a question. Have you ever tried a bidet? I believe Amanda sent that one in. Um, If it's not Amanda, I apologize. I'll look online after I finish the show when it won't do anybody any good for me to know the truth. (laughs) Have I ever tried out a bidet? I have a couple of times. There's a learning curve to it. I didn't Google it first. I just went for it and tried to figure it out as I went. It was when I was living in Argentina. I was staying in a house that was a beautiful house, high-end house. I was there for two months. 
And uh, the bidet was one of the high points of it. Highly recommended. Wish I had one now. Not possible in the house I'm in, but, you know, someday my booty will be that kind of clean again. And I'll be very, very happy. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that was a really fun brain dump episode of the show. And now I'm going to play with my soundboards a little bit more just because um, they're really fun. And now the grand finale. Ho, 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 ho. Um, just getting warmed up. I'm just getting finding my feet just finding my feet just getting warmed up we're just getting this thing going you know what i mean um bit by bit we're getting it together bit by bit i'm getting my uh getting my feet back under me bit by bit i'm feeling really really good about what i got going on here i hope you guys stay tuned i hope you keep listening i hope you tell your friends i hope you tell me what you think of these episodes i hope you tell me what you like i hope you tell me what you want more of because if you tell me that i can make these shows better for you If there's only 10 of you listening, your voice carries a lot of weight with me right now. So shoot me a message. Let me know what you think. Um, Say nice things about me, please, because it's a hard year. We have to. Oh, excuse me. It doesn't even have to be uh, about the the show. You could just say nice things about me in general just because, you know, I need to hear it. Is this a happy ending or a sad ending? Fuck you, Homer. That's enough. Marge, thank you. It's an ending. That's enough. We're going to end this show. This is Nonsense uh, 204, Season 2, Episode 4. This is a brain dump episode. We'll be doing a lot more of these, I think. Um, And I think over time, these will probably end up being the full-time run of Nonsense, the show, instead of the more formatted version. Um, Because I think these are a little bit more entertaining. I think these are a little bit more me. I think it's a little bit more of my personality as opposed to just me reading cool stories that I find for you that you may or may not like. Um... Well, I guess this is it, old pal. It sure is. What? The end. Ooh. Ladies and gentlemen, we're desperately short on time. Thanks for watching. Have a lovely weekend. Good night, everybody. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate it. It is Friday night, so that's actually a perfect clip to close out the show, except we got... Thank you for watching. And good night. Yeah, okay. Thank you. I appreciate post-game it. Post-game show is brought to you by... No, there is no post-game show. Yeah, you can't Price, find it. I can't find it. The hell with it. I told you, yeah, you can't find it because there is no post-game show. This is it. After this, it's done. We're done. After this... Okay, Jeannie, relax. I know. I fucking get it, okay? We have to uh, expel some urine. Yes, we do have to expel some urine. We're almost there. You just need to relax. We're, we're going to be done with this in just a second, okay? Please. Fucking chill. Just chill, okay? Tune in tomorrow. Same bat time, same bat channel. Okay, it's probably not going to be tomorrow. It probably won't be tomorrow, but it'll be soon. And I'll probably start announcing him on the Instagram that I'm doing this, and I'll probably do a little bit of it on Instagram Live just to start wetting people's whistle and letting them know. In fact, here's what I'm going to do right now. I am going to get on Instagram Live. I'm going to make sure I'm not connected to... My console through Bluetooth, because that would be unfortunate at the moment. Okay, I'm going to get on Instagram Live. Let's see. Oh, no, I'm just going to, I'm just going to do a story. That's all I'm going to do. <clears throat> and what I'm going to do right now is, so now I'm, I'm on Instagram Live. I'm talking on a microphone. The people on Instagram Live think I'm nuts. The people listening on the podcast think I'm nuts. But here's what's going on. I've just finished a very special episode of Nonsense the Show. This is episode 204, season 2, episode 4. This is what I'm calling a brain dump episode, which goes back to the heart and soul of what my podcasts usually are, which is a rambling, disjointed, um, uh, all over the place kind of shit show of ideas, thoughts, and expressions as I just pop out of my head. So this is a brain dump episode. I'm going to start announcing a lot more of these very soon. And as I'm recording this, I'm realizing I'm not going to put this on Instagram. I'm still recording it on Instagram. I'm going to stop and delete it any minute. And the people on the podcast are going to go, what the fuck, dude? You said you were going to do it, and then you just stopped doing it. Now I've stopped doing it. I haven't deleted it yet, though. I might still post it, just let people be confused. (laughs) There's a few things wrong with me. Okay, listen, we've done almost an hour. We're 30 seconds shy of an hour. That feels pretty freaking good. I really appreciate you guys uh, bearing with me. I appreciate you guys staying with me for the ride. Um, That's all I got. That's it. Thanks for coming to a brain dump. This is nonsense, the show. 
As always, I am Captain Nick. You can find me on the Instagram at Beard and Bones, B-E-A-R-D, the letter N-B-O-N-E-S. Same goes, Gmail, beardandbones, gmail.com. Shoot me a message. Tell me what you think. Tell your friends. Let's get some listeners on this thing, huh? Tell me what you want to hear. Thanks for coming. Love you. Bye. Here? It's over. Go home. Go.